Every year, XXL compiles a list of newish artists that they feel fit their criteria of being in the freshman class of that year. And 2021 is no different with them recently putting out their freshman list or freshman class of 2021. And per usual, people have their own thoughts and opinions regarding this list because that's just kind of human nature. We all have opinions when lists like this come out. So, welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast. And this week, I'm going to talk about my opinions on the freshman list of 2021 and kind of a little bit about what their criteria may have shifted to over the years. So, to start things off, the freshman class of 2021 includes Moray, Ian Dior, Lakia, DDG, 42 Doug, Ruby Rose, Blast, Pusha Isti, Tusi, Coilere, and Flo Millie. Prior to this list, the only person that I honestly have not heard of was DDG, Ian Dior, and Lakia. All, everyone else I've heard in passing, not really listened to anyone else's music though. And as far as people who I've actually heard from this list, it was really just Moray and Pusha ST because of the Back in Blood track. And Coilerae because you kind of can't avoid her um, online. That's just one of those people that's just everywhere right now. I mean, among these other people. And that's kind of where I feel this list came about. So, in my opinion, this list isn't anything crazy. So, because in my mind, with the freshman class lists in the past, like, not even the last couple of years, like years ago, their main focus was to put on artists who have lyrical ability or display some type of skill. And it's more so that these are artists who may not have the most attention, but artists that we should be looking for. This slowly started to change over the years. Um, I'm not exactly sure when it did, maybe like 2016 or so. But over time, we started to... Actually, no, maybe not even that late. It might have been kind of going on throughout the whole time. But it wasn't as obvious. But what I was going to say is that they started to include more artists who have somewhat of a buzz. And like they may have one hit out and they're like, oh, this is someone to maybe draw attention. And I get that. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, but they don't always, they did not always fit the list, in my opinion, like with everyone else included. Because like I said, for me, it's was originally meant to be more artists who are, I guess, in the underground or recently signed and people that we were just supposed to be looking for. Like, you know, they're, they're going to be good. Not necessarily, yeah, good is subjective, I guess. But in my mind, good being they're lyrical or they just have some sort of skill that would make you interested in listening to them. So, I mean... We can go back to the beginning, which I think was like 20, not 20, uh, 2007. Uh, yeah, 2007. 
We had Saigon, Plies, Rich Boy, Lupe, Lil Boosie, Gorilla Zoe, Joel Ortiz, Crooked Eye, Papoose, and Young Dro. Now, that does kind of sound like there's a mix of both lyrical and more popular sounds, I guess you could say. And yeah, that makes sense because, like I said, they probably want to just draw attention to the, I guess, this particular issue first. But realistically, these are all just rappers who were doing something at that time that it sounds vague um like they all had somewhat of a buzz but for different reasons uh and these are not necessarily people that everyone would have heard of at that time so for example not many people would have heard of crooked eye or joel ortiz like at that point in time this was like right before slaughterhouse and even slaughterhouse was just super obscure like n not many people like in terms of like general public would have heard of slaughterhouse so having them included on this sort of list would draw attention to them i don't know how many people would go out of their way to listen to these artists i know back in the day like earlier on i'd be like oh okay so these are people who we feel are going to be good so that maybe i should check them out and I think that was kind of the idea. But, um, you know, there, if you, honestly, if you look at this list, the only people who are still really around in making music in the sense that a lot of people follow them is really Lupe. I mean, Crook and Joel Ortiz are still making music, but, you know, to a lesser extent. Like, they aren't as big, you could say. Lupe is just kind of on a different level from them. Um, Papoose obviously is still making music as well, but I mean, we didn't really hear much from Saigon. I mean, he recently signed to Strange Music, which was interesting to me, or their sub label, I forgot what it was called. But you know, like, that's another thing. People always are like, oh, who's gonna, who's gonna actually stick around and last? Because that's, I mean, it happens. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of in poor taste to say that like oh i don't think so and so is gonna last but you know it makes sense i mean it, it just kind of it's inevitable not everyone is gonna have a long lasting career but you know back then to me it was more focused on their lyrical ability I and mean, that may have shifted a little bit going a little bit into the future because let's see Oh, these are just the covers, okay. Yeah, so I, I thought I was pulling up the actual list, but these are just the covers, and I think that gives us enough of an idea, because if they're on the cover, they're more the ones that uh, XXL wanted to draw attention to. But then in 2000... They skipped 2008? Wow. Uh, and then 2008, they had Wale, B.O.B., Asher Roth, and Charles Hamilton. The only one who's still around really making music now is Wale. But... Then it makes sense to have Asher Roth and B.O.B. for sure because they were very popular in 2009. But they weren't necessarily the most lyrical. So even though in my mind, like, I have this, um, this idea that 
the list is always meant to be for like including people who are more lyrical and less known like it's kind of proving that that's not necessarily the case like i personally didn't know wale then but i also wasn't really looking at the freshman list then like it was early enough in my listening uh, career i guess that i didn't really pay attention to double xl too much um and then the year after oh wait huh Oh, never mind. Okay, so for 2009, they split it up quite a bit. But anyways, also in 2009, they had Ace Hood, Currency, and Cuddy, and then Corey Guns, Blue, and Mickey Facts. Mickey Facts, really? Wow. Um, but anyways, like, I mean, Ace Hood was popping then. Currency is an interesting choice, because I feel like... I feel like then he did have quite a bit of a buzz, and he still is solid as hell. It's just he drops so much music, people can kind of forget about it. And that's just a whole different thing where some people like to drop music constantly, some people like to take their time. Whatever works for you. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to feel any sort of way. For me, like, I mean, I'm not going to feel any sort of way in the sense that, like, oh, you should do this or you should do that instead. Like, personally, I like if maybe one or two albums a year beyond that it gets a bit much and i might not listen to the other ones but that's just me i know there's people who listen to every album that drops from a particular artist but that's not what we're talking about right now the interesting choice on this list just in general was blue because you know if if you know blue he's he's a a bit different from everyone else on this list in terms of just like ability and it's just it's an interesting choice. Um, but then, yeah, moving on, like, 2010, we had Cole, Pill, Nipsey Hussle, uh, Wiz Khalifa, OJ the Juice Man, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, J-Rock, Fashan, and Donis. And this, I think, is really where I started paying more attention to the list, because I'm like, yo, these are people who, who have skill. Like, everyone on this list... I know can rap well <laughs> so it's and they this was a weird time where we actually had artists who rapped well in the mainstream uh, like and that makes it sound so bad too uh, what I mean by rapping well is like they had lyrics like they weren't just making radio songs like like Cole I mean sure Cole World was more poppy I guess but you know, these artists are more just, they have attention, but they also don't necessarily try to go for radio songs specifically. Like, they have one or two songs like that, sure, but their ability is more just in the lyrics, and less so in making pop songs. So that was, that was where I was like, damn, this really, okay, cool. Uh, then we get to 2011, <clears throat> where... Yeah, that's a, yeah, so, this is, <laughs> this is when we get, like, 2009 to, I think, 2013, 2014, maybe, that's when we start getting into this, uh, new age, or, well, new age for me, back then, of artists who are just dope in general, like, it's, I guess, the, 
past generation now. Like, they're a generation removed from the current uh, rappers. But regardless, we have Meek Mill, Crit, Psy High, um, Tw Lil Twist, Yellow Wolf, Fred the Godson, Mac Miller, YG, Lil B, Kendrick, and Diggy Simmons. Uh, I mean, everyone on here, to an extent, <laughs> is solid. Like, they all rap well. And they were all relevant for a while. Like, the only people who I feel, um, I don't want to say that, but like, the only people who I feel didn't maintain the momentum, you could say, would be like Psy High or I guess maybe YG. I mean, his last couple albums I haven't really loved. Um, Diggy Simmons, maybe. I mean, I don't, I have never really listened to him, but you know, like here it was a little bit different. Like you had rapper rappers just like in the year before. And obviously having Kendrick is a huge deal. Like this was, this was very early in his career. <laughs> and I mean, we know where he is today. Um, also it's just very interesting to have Lil B on there. I mean, I feel like Lil B's been around forever, but I guess they considered him a freshman there. Another thing with the freshman list that I feel that they um, they may stray away from sometimes is that, like, you know, they, they want newer artists. Now, calling them a freshman, I think, comes from, like, artists dropping their second album, like, studio album, which is their sophomore release no one really considers their debut album as a freshman release or no one says that so in my mind what like the main criteria to even be considered to be a freshman is that you have one album out and like you haven't put out a second one yet uh, i think that has changed over time um also because like with people like nipsey i think he was only putting mixtapes out at that point so it wasn't even that he had a proper album. So it, it does kind of change up a little bit, and it does depend on the artist. But, you know, there's that. Also, we had over the years, I think both Drake and Nicki Minaj said they didn't want to be on the list because they don't consider themselves freshmen. Uh, you know, that's makes sense, because I think at that point they were just too big. Like <laughs> They're like, no, 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 we, we're better than this. Like, that sounds kind of conceited, but no, they, they were bigger. Uh, moving on to the next couple of years, I mean, 2012 had Future, Kid Ink, Danny Brown, French Montana, Macklemore, Don Tripp, Machine Gun Kelly, Hobson, and Iggy Azalea, and Rock, Roscoe Dash. Uh, again, like, 2012 was a weird year. Like, the only one that I really still listen to, I guess, because I never really listened to a whole lot of these guys, except for, like, back in the day, I used to listen to Hobson, but 2012, I didn't listen to him anymore. I mean, he just kind of... Things got weird with Hobson. Um, that's a whole nother thing I don't want to get into right now. But um, I didn't really listen to Future then either, but Danny Brown, like, he, that, he's, I still listen to him. Like, he's one of those people. And... Yeah, it was just weird. Um, Danny Brown's one of those weird guys. Like, he's probably in this list the most 
uh, most interesting, let's say. Uh, then in 2013, Schoolboy Q, Trinidad James, Joy Badass, Soul, or Absol, Logic, Action Bronson, Kirk Cobain, Travis Scott, and Dizzy Wright, Angel Hayes, and Chief Keef. And that is a perfect list for 2013. Like, that very well encapsulates that year. And, you know, I, as I keep going through these lists, I'm realizing that there's different reasons for these things. So, for this year, or 2013, that was the sound then. Like, these were the people who you just kind of expected to hear in 2013. And it's... I can only just guess what their criteria is, and because I don't think they've ever actually said it. So, you know, I'm just going off of what each list sounds like and what my thoughts are on it. So, um, 2014, we had Chance, Rich Homie Kwan, Isaiah Rashad, Tyler Hallstein, Lil Durk, Kevin Gates, Troy Ave, Vic Mensa, Lil Bibby, John Connor, and Jaron Benton, and August Luz Alcina. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, same thing. Like, these are the artists that were really popular then. But this was a different year in the sense that I don't think, well, I I don't think that any of these artists were very, I guess, well-known at that time. And it made more sense in the sense that these are artists to look for. Because at this point, Chance, I think, think had dropped acid rap but like that was still kind of you know lesser known and then Isaiah Rashad had just signed a TD and done Sylvia Delmo uh Ty Dollar Sign I didn't even know of him back then and then Lil Dirk it's weird because he was just kind of <laughs> like ignored until the last year which is just it's crazy to me um then Vic Mensa I didn't even listen to him then like everyone on this list were to me people that were brand new. I knew of Jaron Benton because I was listening to like um more underground stuff. But like these guys are I just didn't know of them. And I like that. And then 2015 we had Dejlo, Fetty Wap, Gold Link, K Camp, OG Mako, Rory, Shy Glizzy, Tink, Vince Staples, and Kid Kid. I looking back now, I don't really care for most of that list. But having Fetty Wap made sense because he was popping then. And then Vince Staples, yeah, sure. Take it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll take that. Um, but yeah, like, that list to me was like, okay, sure, whatever. And then 2016 is where everyone has some sort of feeling about. Uh, I think that's where everyone considers it to start going downhill. Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> Because it makes sense in that year. 2016 was a very different year, for sure. Like, in that, like there's a whole sound to 2016. But in 2016, we had Yachty, Designer, Davies, Denzel Curry, G. Erbo, Uzi Vert, Lil Dicky, Anderson Pack, 21 Savage, and Kodak Black. And at that point, the only person that I had heard of was Denzel Curry. And after that, I listened to Davies. Um, actually, I listened to Anderson Pack around that time as well, but, you know, like, this is the year that all these more, I guess the rappers who were popular 
not in 2016, but like 2018 to 2020, maybe 2017 to 2020, that's when they all really got popping. And kind of how those artists were inspired and influenced by Lil Wayne, artists now are being inspired by them. So artists now are probably going to be more inspired by Yachty, Uzi, and Kodak Black, and maybe 21 Savage as well. So it's, even though that people don't really care for this year in particular, it's very influential. Like, I'm, I'm almost certain. <laughs> like, like, it has to be. Um, <clears throat> and uh, what's it called? 2017? That was their 10-year anniversary issue, which um, I think people also had issue with to an extent. Mostly because it was kind of underwhelming, I feel. Because we had A-Boogie, Amine, Cap-G, Kamaya, Kyle, Maiden, T-Y-O, uh, Playboy Cardi, PMB Rock, Ugly God, and XXX Tentacion. Yeah, I mean, for me, at the time, I didn't listen to any of them. Yeah, I didn't listen to any of those people. And now, the only person that I listen to is Amine. And that's, like, so, kind of carrying on the same theme as the year prior, um, PMB, Playboy Cardi, and X, and A Boogie, I guess, too, they were getting popular at that point. They had a very solid fan base, and they are likely to influence the coming generations. Um, oh yeah, and then there was 2018 where everyone, everyone just did not like the list except for Jid. So we had Ski Mask, Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, Jid, Stefan Don, Blockboy, JB, YBN Namir, Wi-Fi's Funeral, and Trippy Red. I've talked about this in the past, but Jid is by far the best person on this list. And here you start to see Everyone is basically a SoundCloud rapper at that point. And from 2016 to this point, that's kind of been the trend, at least for people to start listening to music. Like, they go straight to SoundCloud rather than to streaming services or anything like that. Like, it was kind of like a resurgence of the mixtape era, but SoundCloud instead. And not necessarily the music that, I guess real hip-hop heads listen to like they they didn't really care for this and i personally didn't care for it i understand its place but i didn't i wasn't hating on it entirely but it wasn't great in my opinion and 2019 2019 is where it changed up again and i'm like okay cool i have faith in y'all again <laughs> like it, it sounds bad like but they had the baby megan the stallion corday Rico Nasty, Gunna, Comethazine, Tira Wack, Lil Mosey, Roddy Rich, Blueface, and YK Osiris. And this made more sense in this because they did what they did in the past. They had some artists who were more lyrically inclined, but also were popular. So DaBaby, YBN, Corday, uh, Megan the Stallion, Rico, Tira Wack, like they were more lyrical. But they also had a lot of appeal. They were very popular. And then, you know, obviously the Gunna, Comethazine, Mosey, Roddy Rich, Blueface, and YK Osiris, they all just kind of exist in their own realm as well. But they were popular too. And then 2020, 
just to wrap things up with all these lists. Apology, Cowboy, uh, NLA Chopper, Lil' Key, Chica, Lil' TJ, Jack Harlow, Baby Keem, Rod Wave, Mulatto, 5 Foreign, and 24K Golden. Um, yeah, I mean, again, that list made more sense as well, because you had people who can spit, but they also have uh, radio appeal. <clears throat> or just a wide appeal, I guess you could say. Now, now that I've gone through everything, it seems like the criteria is more like, yes, there are newer artists, for sure. They have released one album, maybe, uh, maybe a couple mixtapes, but generally this is before their second album, I feel, which makes sense because if we're all considering their second album to be their sophomore album, you know, first one has to be freshman, right? That's just kind of the default. Now, other than that, it seems like the criteria is just, like, who's popular? And, I mean, that does make sense. Like, if, if we're considering freshman shit, like, it's high school. <laughs> high school is just all about popularity, right? So, yeah, like, these are more, in general, popular artists. But they have some sort of appeal. And you can kind of think of it as an award show. Like, best new artist sort of thing like and they just choose 10 to 12 people now that's fine like everyone again has their opinions and thoughts on who should be on that list and so on and so forth but for me like i'm still trying to fully understand their exact criteria because the one thing i'm aware of is they have to be kind of new. And I guess they have to be popular. Other than that, like, what else do these people bring to the table? Because in my mind, like I said at the beginning, this was more meant to be a list of people who have some sort of lyrical ability or technical skill. But that's clearly not been the case all the way through. Like, there are artists that we can most definitely say don't have lyrical ability or technical skill like in the traditional sense they have their skill in the sense that they can make good songs or songs that are very popular but like if you put them in a <laughs> like if you're to have them freestyle like there are some rappers who are going to do way better than the others or if you're supposed to like if you have them do a pre-written like there's going to be people who are just leagues above the others like it's just kind of facts but with this year's list we don't really get that sort of, um, like, there's a rapper rapper on it. Or, like, they have that lyrical ability or technical skill. So, yeah, it makes sense that people are upset about this list. But, in my mind, this time around, it was more focused on who's popular. Like, these artists are all people who have some sort of appeal. And, honestly, it's... <laughs> Like, it's going to sound dumb, but maybe they just went to TikTok and just chose artists who had some of the most popular songs on TikTok because that's a legitimate source now. Um, like, if you can if you can be popping on TikTok, you're going to be popping. Like, you're going to get some money and a lot of attention for sure. So, I mean, maybe that's what they did. I'm sure that was part of it because, like I said, TikTok's a huge part of the culture now um but you know it's 
it's hard to say like exactly what else they used if it were up to me it would be more along the lines of can you be lyrical and have wide appeal like you have to be able to check multiple boxes like you can you be someone like Kendrick Lamar where you have these really uh, dope songs and with a message like I always bring up swimming pools but swimming pools is a prime example of making a catchy and popular song but having a real meaning to it like it's a song about drinking and like just the, all the negative parts of it but it sounds like a drinking song like a party song like it's there's a lot more to it and i don't feel like a lot of artists can do something like that like there are a lot of people who can of course but it's it's very hard i feel to make a popular song but that's popular in the sense that it's gonna get the attention of the general public and then all the people who really like lyrics like that is really hard like and very few artists can do that i feel um i know i bring it up every so often but like lyricists are not the greatest songwriters like and songwriter being like you have a good verse that sounds good you have a good beat the beat is like the biggest thing for the general public and have a chorus that sounds good as well like that is that is hard <laughs> so if you can do that and then still get just wide appeal like that's huge like there are definitely artists who are lyrical and can make good choruses and good songs but it's not like it's not going to have the widest appeal like there are definitely artists like that but um yeah it's just difficult um but yeah regarding this year's list i don't have anyone who i would have put on there instead because in all honesty i don't really listen to a whole lot of new artists um just because i don't have the time i'm not even gonna lie like if i see someone who people are talking about like frequently yeah i'm gonna listen to him like chris patrick like he's dope <laughs> i'm gonna listen to him and he's fairly new uh red veil uh the guys on ag club like those are probably the newest artists that i would listen to um but you know i'm sure there's more um because like this is another thing that i talk about every so often but like there's always good music out there you just kind of have to put in the work to find it like so like all these people who are complaining like oh the golden age is over or oh man today's rap and music is just garbage like no it's it's not it's different like in terms of what's readily available but the stuff that you may actually like is still there so there's that at least um i think i'm gonna stop talking about the double xl list now because i've been going for 30 33 minutes uh on this so um yeah let's switch gears a little bit this is the portion where I just kind of go through some of the uh, news things. So, last week, it wasn't crazy, but, um, shit, we'll just start off with that. Um, so Isaiah Rashad dropped a new song, 
and it was announced like last well seven days ago now that well yeah on monday um that headshots for locals which was his apparently favorite song uh was going to drop on friday it dropped on friday it's an amazing song i did a breakdown for that if you want to check that out and what's crazy is so you know how with my breakdowns if you watch them i guess the one thing that i always say is like let me know if i miss something or misinterpret anything isaiah rashad hit me up and told me what i missed like because you know i i didn't know and that's insane to me (laughs) i'm just a regular guy like my god like that was that was very exciting to me um i don't want to dwell on that for too long but it's just it happened just last night so i'm still in disbelief um anyways in other news uh day in vegas was announced and like their lineup was announced so mainly the people to look for i mean because i'm just going to talk about the headliners because there's way too many people otherwise headliners being kendrick travis scott and tyler the creator now that's dope um and i guess i can talk about the people who are also like just below them because they have big names so under kendrick was the baby yg ari lennox polo g under travis was little baby doja cat sweetie and baby keem and under tyler was sizzle uzi snow allegra and don Tolliver. and to me the biggest thing is kendrick's um headline list and that's only because on that list or on the flyer i guess you could say under his name it says one night in vegas from section 80 to damn so it's safe to assume that his album probably isn't going to come out before day in vegas um but on top of that like when is day in vegas november 12th to 14th so yeah it's a good chance that he's not dropping his album before then because otherwise maybe they would have included it or maybe they wouldn't even said section 80 to damn but it's also very interesting that he's going to go from section 80 to damn like that's a lot of music to cover what is this what's going to be on the set list i'm genuinely curious i yeah that's gonna be dope um moving on from that well speaking of tyler i guess because he was on that list he announced last week that his next album call me if you get lost is coming this friday june 25th uh, he dropped the track Lumberjack, which I did a breakdown for as well, so if you want to check that one out. But I have no idea where this is going. It sounds like it's going to be just a pure rap album based on the cover being like an homage to the ODB album. But I don't know. We, we'll have to wait and see. We'll probably get another single by, before the end of the week, um, assuming that's what people do. But um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I'm also planning to talk about how album rollouts have changed in the future, so... Not next week, because I'm going to do the my favorite albums of the year so far, but maybe the week after. Uh, Vince Staples dropped Law of Averages, which is a dope song, too. And his album is coming out on July 9th. Uh, Logic, Logic decided to come back out of retirement. I mean, no one's surprised. Uh, I guess he has an album coming at some point, because he just dropped a song titled Intro. Um... Yeah, and then, I mean, there's a bunch of, honestly, not a whole lot of music dropped that I listened to. Yeah, there wasn't any, like, albums I listened to, in all honesty. Um, 
but the main thing to talk about was uh, who has the best album named Haram, and why is it Arm and Hammer and not Goldlink? Uh, but yeah, I I didn't really listen to anything else, so I'm not even going to mention it. But I think we'll end it at that because this is going on much longer than it needs to be. So, so um, I forgot what I was going to say. So, anyways, let me know in the comments below what you thought of this year's freshman list because. Obviously, everyone has their opinion, and everyone's entitled to an opinion. Also, if you have other news that I should have touched on, or other albums that I should listen to, let me know as well. Um, also, you know, like, subscribe if you want to see more content like this. Thank you for watching, and please stay safe out there.